0: If you're my significant other and I'm on my deathbed <laughs> and you're not helping me, fuck you. Okay, let's try this again
1: here we go
0: oh my gosh what a start what a start to the morning
1: welcome back to episode wait no welcome no, no, back to three. give it to me yeah
0: episode quattro i'm a multilinguist, so episode quattro
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> wait i took french in high school un deux trois quatre episode cat
0: parlez-vous français that's what I know. You and, don't and you crepes. speak French. And crepes. Um,
1: so first off, I just would like to say thank you to everyone who listened to our first three episodes, even if you didn't listen to all three of them. And thank you for tuning in. Success. It was, I don't know, super fun to get everyone's feedback. And if you guys haven't rated and reviewed us, please do that only if you have something nice to say. Because as my mother used to say, if you don't have anything nice to say, or wait, if you make sure you say it, no, if you have nothing, tell the truth and say it, that's, that's your motto.
0: As long as it's a 10 star review.
1: Yeah. So if you have nothing nice to say, uh, keep it to yourself. But if you want to tell us how, much you are loving our podcast, please let us know. We would greatly appreciate it.
0: I can't take you serious right now because I'm. I can only see one eyeball. I know. The I was, arm bar. I was of,
1: thinking that too. Like I can't really. We'll get down I'm low. Kind of looking at you. This is I'll not get down really, low.
0: This is not really ergonomic, by the way. I'm like leaning forward, talking into this mic.
1: Yeah, we need like a more comfortable way of having this chat. But so, what are we talking about today, John?
0: Well, let's talk a little bit about our life first. Oh, true. What's going on? Back Um, in Raleigh.
1: Back in Raleigh, enjoying it. We just missed a huge storm in New York. All of our friends are snowed in and our family.
0: The first day we got back, I'm across the street talking to the neighbor. Alex busts the door open, (laughs) starts screaming, John, I need your help, I need your help. I run inside the water line
1: well i was changing the water filter underneath the sink and i triggered the like water spout underneath like where it filters through and it is spraying everywhere it's in my face it's it's just flooding the entire underneath the sink the whole kitchen and like in a panic i was not thinking let's shut the water off i was like oh wait we're we're about to just drown in my home right now so i ran out the door and i was like john John runs. I go-
0: thought Kobe like ran away or got murdered or something. I sprint inside and she's like, shut the water line off. I'm like, do you know me? Where the fuck John- is that? I have <laughs> John- no idea where that is. So I take my finger and I stick it in the hole of the. So
1: John's not a handy person. And like, that's never, it's never really bothered me. My dad, he owns his own construction company. Like, he can build a house, build a car. And like, so.
0: Oh, I'm definitely I'm not always- up to your dad's standards. I know. At all. I've
1: always, though, looked. At my dad and been like, oh, yeah, like I'm going to marry a handyman. But like you obviously you you are great in other realms of life. So like I've been like, all right, that's fine. We could just hire someone to do these things. But in that moment, I was like this motherfucker. He can't help me. But first, you- first off,
0: <laughs> I'm clutch under pressure. No, Came in, didn't know what I was doing. Found the hole, stuck my finger. Right. In it, but like stopped you are, pouring water. You were like the guy from, from the heavens, from New
1: Girl. Um, I don't really watch that show, but I've seen like a few episodes to know that, like one of the characters on the show, he does like quick fixes where he'll claim he he fixed something, but it's like he just used a rubber band and a paper towel to do it. That's you. You're like, mm, I'm big man on campus. I just fixed the water valve i, I assessed plugged the my, problem and i'm like cool john you have to sit here now for the rest of forever <laughs> i'm just
0: saying Alex sitting there screaming water's going everywhere and like she didn't think to stick I, her finger to plug the well, hole i turned it off while I, we figured out where the line was
1: well i i needed both of my hands i couldn't do it with it with just one hand okay but whatever, anyway whatever. i i turned the water off you know Other other things is we so our house it was a rental before so we I don't know why we thought it would be livable and it was livable our house was fine coming back to it but guys the bathrooms if you rent out your home just prepare for your bathrooms to be disgusting. We bleached everything that's what we did for the first like three hours that we were at our house was just bleach our bathrooms.
0: Yeah, you know, they, they only rented out for like six months, and it was still kind of nasty coming in, so I'm glad we got in here before.
1: Nothing was destroyed, though, <laughs> which is good. The walls were still up. Our house was intact, so.
0: I think they ate out every night, so like the ki- the oh, fridge yeah. was clean, the stove was clean.
1: Immaculate, yeah. yeah, which was good. So that's really just what's going on. We're we're back in Raleigh, fixing up our house. Um Anything else, Kobe? Kobe is so confused. He's so sad because we've been moving around so much. Like in December, we were in New York. Then we were in Virginia. And then we were in the Outer Banks in North Carolina. And now we're back in Raleigh. And I think Kobe...
0: He's having like early onset dementia. He's like, (laughs) where the fuck am I?
1: (laughs) Dementia. I was going to say it's like seasonal depression for him. Do dogs get seasonal depression?
0: Probably. I don't know. Kobe literally went in the corner two nights ago and like slept facing the wall. I did not know what was going on. It seemed very... Blair Witch Project.
1: John Googled it and basically, uh, Kobe's just stressed. Dogs get stressed. And so when they do that, they go to their safe place. Uh,
0: he's being dramatic.
1: He is. He's a little drama queen.
0: So today.
1: What are we talking about, John?
0: Is your relationship 50 50?
1: What do you think? What do you think ours is?
0: I try to make it 50 50 right now.
1: <sighs> yeah. It depends.
0: I think it depends on the timing. The timing. The time. You know, like right, right now, we're slow because of weddings. You know, they're not going on right now. So. You're doing the creative edits. I'm doing the other like bullshit editing that no one wants to do.
1: So let's go all the way back from the beginning of our relationship. I think that when people look at relationships, you assume it's going to be 50-50 and the other person is going to be your teammate. There's a lot of social emphasis on your teammate, my partner, my 50-50, blah, blah, blah. Whereas I don't think it's always 50-50 or it's, it's never... It's not always going to be 50-50, depending on what's going on in your life.
0: No, I agree with that. I mean, I think everyone starts with that notion that it's going to be 50-50. But like for us, I try to make a conscious effort to...
1: To be as balanced as possible. Yeah.
0: yeah. I also feel guilty if I'm like not pulling my own weight.
1: Well, so again, I think that when you first start out in a relationship, you it's a little bit more difficult because you need to navigate what the other person considers balance, right? Like what your responsibility and what weight they need to hold. Because if you're both living your individual lives and then you come together, it could be hard. Like if you have done all these things on your own and then someone else is coming into your life, like adding more laundry or adding more dishes to your life, like you expect them to take on the role of helping out. yes (laughs) (laughs) yes i concur well okay so for instance when we first started dating um i have a dog kobe and he was mine before i met john but he is a shepherd so he sheds a lot during shedding season you didn't want him at your house
0: no i mean i also had a roommate at the time but like i never had a dog i had schnauzers growing up they didn't shed and like kobe when he's shedding his winter coat it is a nightmare it's all over the place and like, I didn't want him fucking up my apartment. Yeah, you're right. I didn't want him over. No, no, but that's and my And now point. I love him and he's my child.
1: <laughs> Good, as he should be. But I, d- I just remember being that Kobe was my responsibility. There were things that, you know, when you were initially inviting me over, I was like, no, I'm not staying the night because I have my child I think and, that was your,
0: just your excuse to make me have to stay at your
1: house. But then when you came over, you didn't take care of Kobe. He didn't become your responsibility just because we started dating. Uh,
0: I let him out a lot. I do remember going out the back door and letting him out all the time. You yeah. hate walking Kobe. I
1: know. That's why I have you a actually, backyard. Well,
0: you like walking him on long walks, but like you don't like taking him out to go to the
1: back Oh, door. no, no, no. Yeah. If we're going on a walk, we're going on a few mile walk. Yeah. Few miles
0: and now I'm the one who shows him all the love, plays with him. Okay,
1: I'm the one who rescued him and gave him a home. And giving he's giving him baby. baths. I give him baths, I gave him baths his whole life. You gave him two baths, and you're like, I'm the one who takes care three of three total.
0: And two oh. of them were last month. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's such a clean boy. So, when you would come over to my house, you know, because Kobe was there and wasn't invited over to your house, if we made dinner together. I think that we were pretty good in the beginning of splitting up the chores. Like, if I was cooking dinner, you always did the dishes.
0: I think it's also how you're brought up. Like, my mom, like, I was doing the dishes at, like, I don't know, like, seven, eight. Yeah. I started doing dishes. Like, I'm all... House tasks, like I always did. My mom would give me a list as a kid. like, And that's what I... I want that today. I want a list of things I have to do before I can go do whatever the fuck I want to do. Yeah. Like cleaning the stairs, doing the dishes, (laughs) mowing the lawn, whatever it is. You've
1: always said that. You're like, tell me what you want. Like, don't assume that I'm going to know what needs to be done. Because you said that. You're like, I grew up with a list, but also, real quick, the first time I met John's dad, he was like, oh, do you know what John's nickname is? And I was like, no. And he goes... Uh, it's H B. And I was like, H B? Like what could that be? And he goes, It stands for house bitch. I was like, What? Oh, it hurt my heart.
0: It's when I was poor studying for my master's degree and I had to like do whatever my parents told (laughs) me to do. Earn your keep. Oh yeah. It was a shot to the shot to the gun. Oh,
1: John. Well, you know what? It trained you to at least be aware of your surroundings because you're one of the most helpful people that I've ever been in a relationship with. I think you are like my ex. He grew up where his mom did everything for him. So it was a very imbalanced but or like there was a huge imbalance between what a female did versus what the male did. Like the woman was the one who cooked and cleaned and the guy was the one who worked and got to sit back enjoy dinner and then watch tv but i'm like hello if the woman is working like his mom worked but still did all the responsibilities and all the chores i'm like this how does this make any sense it doesn't make any sense
0: no it's all again it's all how you're raised like my mom being like the dominant personality in our family like the you know empowered woman i guess Mm -hmm. like i mean my mom would just make sure it was kind of like a team effort like everyone pulled their weight Mm -hmm. so
1: and your mom i know like wouldn't stand for it if you guys did (laughs) not
0: well i say she made everyone pull her weight but my sister jen literally (laughs) she would just ask my sister to do laundry and it would take my sister like four fucking hours to because she would watch like TJ, tgif or whatever remember that thank god it's friday on like nickelodeon
1: oh, i was like hgtv no
0: like whatever it's like she'll just sit there and watch tv on the bed and it'll take her like four hours to do the laundry well i have like a list of 10 things to do but i get them done so fast because i like wanted to go hang out with my friends do
1: you think though that you ever did a chore poorly so that you never had to do it again
0: no i don't think no i should have I'm not that, like, no i'm not that smart i yeah. wish i wish i did. <laughs> Kind of like when you don't you're, give
1: yourself enough credit. Kind of like
0: when you're at work now if like you do a really good job instead of yeah. getting a raise it just give you more shit to do.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. more responsibility.
0: <laughs> I could probably have done it like better quality. Mine was more like efficiency, fast.
1: Yeah. No, but I think that when you're dating, it could be a tough conversation to have to ask someone to pull their weight because you don't want to seem overbearing or needy and act like, "Hey, I just cooked you this lovely dinner." can you come help me? Well, it
0: just goes to like how comfortable you are with your relationship and your communication again. Like where are you at? I think are you in the beginning of your relationship? Yeah, it's gonna be tough, but
1: that's when you end up getting passive aggressive. I think like when these people don't do those things that you assume they're going to do. And that's where it gets dangerous because you assume that they're going to do things. Don't
0: assume anything. It makes an ass out of you and me, I know,
1: but it's tough again. Cause you don't want to just be a, a naggy bitch and that's like what girls I feel like get a bad reputation for is just by being like do this do that I need help and like we do need help you can't just sit around again if you're if both parties are working why why do all the responsibilities fall on the girl
0: oh I I 100% agree no I think that's bullshit yeah I I mean it doesn't matter who's making more money or whatever. If you guys are both working the same amount of hours, like when you get home, you fucking You're both pull exhausted. your weight. Pull well, your- and that's
1: it too. Yeah, just because if your husband or a significant other is making more money, that doesn't mean that his time is more valuable than yours. Like you are still spending the same amount of time working and exerting energy into your job. So why should you, because maybe you make less money, have to take on more household responsibilities yeah
0: that big dick energy needs to change
1: yeah it's like a man uh what is it toxic masculinity where you're like i can't clean a toilet clean your toilet
0: i do know guys like that which blows my mind like no i'm not i don't cook i don't clean like that is the woman's job like i'm they want to be the provider but at the same time i'm like dude that's so
1: ancient though because i feel like Okay, maybe in like the 40s, if if a woman didn't work and her job was raising the kids, which is a job, I, I mean, even then though, I still feel like the guy should be helping out. Like even if your wife is at home raising your children, like that's a full-time job in itself. If you see that the trash needs to be taken out, take it out. I think it's about making your partner's life as easy as possible. And if like you both have that mindset for each other, you're going to set yourself up for success.
0: I couldn't agree more. These aren't even roles. It's just like conscious shit you should be yeah, doing anyways. Yeah. Like if I go downstairs and the garbage is full, like I'm gonna fucking take it out. Like, right. W- what am I waiting? What are you waiting for?
1: Yeah. It's just getting things done that you know has to get done regardless. So why would you not do it as opposed to being like, I know that so-and-so is gonna do this later? Cause don't you I think our goal is we wanna maximize our time and spend as much as much time chilling with each other. Doing what we want. And so uh, not
0: chilling with each other. Like I just want to like Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, like want to go play Call of Duty and be like left alone.
1: But like to get the shit done that you have to get done. Yeah,
0: no, I agree. I that I think with that goal in mind for us, it's like what what can we do to maximize our time during the day right. of getting shit done that we need to do.
1: Right. You know, because at the end of the day, our goal is the same. It's to spend less time doing our chores and to be relaxing and hanging out with each other. You know, I know you don't want to hang out with me, John, but I just love you. One thing, though, that I would say is like it's not always going to be a 50-50 Balance. Like, if one person is sick, or maybe another person loses a job, like your responsibilities in your house might shift. For instance, like when you were working um, as an occupational therapist, your responsibilities at the house were a little bit different than they are now that we are working together. Like, what is going to maximize our time the most?
0: No, 100%. Like, and I felt that way once I was working, like out of the house, I was working that like, full job, and I'd come home, I'd be like, well, you know, some things I would leave to you, which is kind of fucked up. Cause I really didn't know what you did during the day, but like now being, <laughs> you didn't
1: know, I, I like just edited and did nothing.
0: But like now in this slower period that we have, like, I'm like, I'm going to make us breakfast and lunch or whatever I can do and clean the house to like maximize the time that you are doing creative edits.
1: Well, I think it's finding out between both people who's, and not even like good at what, because even if like, you're not good at folding laundry, but like what can you do to help out? What are you okay with doing? And, like, what would you rather do if you have a choice? Like, maybe mowing the lawn. Like, we don't have a lawn, but if you.
0: I have this little, like, black and decker uh, electric weed whacker.
1: Yeah, because our, our. I have to charge
0: the battery three times before I finish mowing the lawn. Our front
1: lawn is, like, four feet by five feet. But that's John's thing. Like, I'm like, I don't care to mow the lawn. Like, I'll send Kobe out there to eat the grass if he-
0: and yeah, a whole nother subject. And Alex wants this big house with like a lawn, all of shit, and she won't do anything outside. You know
1: what though? Like, I would happily get on a sit on mower and listen to podcasts all day long. Well, Leave me alone. Okay. I'll take a glass of wine and I will ride on that lawn mower and mow our lawn. You have COVID and you're sick, or if you just have the flu and you're sick. I know that you're not going to be taking the garbage out and mowing the lawn, but if those are things that need to get done, I have to anticipate that that is a task that needs to get done and you can't handle it today or maybe tomorrow or maybe in a week because you are down for the count. I'm going to do it.
0: If you're my significant other and I'm on my deathbed and you're not helping me, (laughs) fuck you.
1: But that's what I mean, like that it's not always a balance, but you have to weigh where it's appropriate to be to have an imbalance because if it goes over the top and this person is just milking their sickness or milking the fact that they lost their job and they're sad, like, you know, you just have to be aware of that.
0: Saddle up, baby. Yeah,
1: get your shit together. So like, how do you fix this problem? Like, how do you get your partner to be more of a teammate? Even if it's not 100% 50-50 all the time, how do you get your partner to be more of a teammate with you?
0: Express your concerns, communicate, I mean, it's, again, you're going to have to have, you're going to have to have a conversation. Like what else are you going to do? You're going to, you're going to give me like little clues around the house. (laughs) Fucking tell me, tell tell each other what you need. So
1: there's a lot of things too there that I think that a lot of people are prideful of and think I can either only do this myself because they're going to fuck it up and do it wrong. Or like, they just don't know how to do it. I think if you show your partner or tell them how exactly what needs to be done they'll likely do it. Like for instance, you,
0: you are the worst teacher. You
1: used to think that, or like, I used to think that I could be the only one who went grocery shopping because I was like, I'm the one who cooks. I know what we need to get. Like if I gave John a list, he won't know. And it will take him 10 years longer to get it. It still
0: takes me forever because you're like tea. There's 5,000 teas.
1: Okay, or so, if I don't get
0: like the organic wait, no. uh, oil spray. So
1: like when I write on the list carrots, what would normal people think? Baby carrots. Why? Why John the fuck gets, would they be baby carrots? John gets. The what carrots do you do with baby carrots? You would feed the horses. He's like, here are these raw carrots that I just plucked out of the ground. You
0: shave the carrots down, <laughs> you cut them in, in halves or quarters, and then you bake them. Little oil, little thyme.
1: But that's just my point. Is like. You go through these little learning curves where you're not necessarily on the same page, but you figure it out. It's all about communication, though. Everything is really. <laughs> that will just be uh, the the uh, answer to all of our topics in this in this podcast is communication. I know, isn't
0: it crazy? It really yeah. comes down to that. Like yeah. that's your number one thing. If you don't have good communication with your partner, like you guys are fucked.
1: Right. It's true. You just have to remember that your partner is not a mind reader. They also can't read your mind. You can't read their mind. Just communicate with each other. That's it.
0: And write me a list.
1: And write, and write some list. Just doing what you can to help, you know, and just asking your partner, what can I do to make your life easier? You ask that like every day. You're like, what can I do to help you out today? And I love that. I love that you have that open communication and like you ask those questions. Just come. You're like, I'm just amazing.
0: I am the best. That's <laughs> why. So we talked about that you should have a conversation, right? Yeah. So like, how are you gonna have that conversation with your partner though?
1: I think as they come up, like if I'm making the bed and I see that the laundry has to be done, I would kindly be like, my love, I'm doing this task and it would be a huge help to me. That
0: sounds so passive aggressive, I hate that.
1: Okay, so how would you suggest that I?
0: Dude, just like tell us, just, Straight up. How is that not telling you? If I say, can you do the laundry? Because that sounds passive aggressive to me. Like, just tell me like, hey, you do make the bed.
1: (laughs) You make the bed like shit though. Well, whatever
0: you want me to do. Like, just straight up tell me what you want me to do. Don't, you don't have to put like a little spin on it or like. So
1: if I like, maybe the start of the day, be like, hey, these are things that need to get done. And I really need your help doing them. And if we do them together. Perfect. We can then spend our time doing what we want at the end of the day Perfect,
0: because anything passive aggressive or going or, or beating around what you're actually trying to say even so in like, a nice way just that's fucking annoying so like
1: yo motherfucker put your dishes in the dishwasher yes
0: fuck yes that's how I want to say because that's how I want to say it to you without you crying
1: okay so what if I don't cry you uh, you're kind of emotional okay <laughs> um so what do you do though if you've asked this person to help you do, do these things several times and then they don't do it
0: well you got a bigger problem then so you have you have a partner that doesn't care like what you want
1: i think it comes down to respect it overall and then when you use that word with a person you say you don't you don't respect me, me. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah like what you're doing is disrespectful or i'm disappointed Ooh, that's a good one I'm
0: disappointed in you yeah oh, straight Straight shot to the heart,
1: but because again, if that builds up and these and your partner isn't helping you, and you've asked them several times to do something, oh man, I would. It, it makes you passive aggressive, and you're like, "Yo, I fucking hate you."
0: So it goes again with like, I don't, I don't think your communication is.
1: There's a bigger issue. Than, there's a bigger
0: issue. It's like, do you need to go talk to somebody after that? Right. You need a mediator. I think. So, like, that's probably when you need to talk to somebody. If this just keeps happening and happening Mm -hmm. and nothing's being resolved, you need a third party in there to kind of, like, both of you delegate, you express, like, your concerns.
1: Mm -hmm. What do you think, though, with money and 50-50? Like, when you're first dating versus into, like, a more serious relationship, like, how do you split costs with that? Like, do you think that your money should be 50-50, even if one person is making more than another? Or
0: I mean, it's tough because, like being i think if you're being married it's one thing i think that's 50-50 you guys should be oh that's tough i don't know cuz people do you do what you want i think it needs to be 50-50 when you're married when you're in a relationship just starting out no i mean your money's your money but like you know take turns paying to go out to restaurants or whatever like if you're splitting an apartment split the yeah, rent yeah utilities
1: like, i think especially in the beginning I like it to be 50-50 because I don't want to owe anyone anything. So I don't want to have to be like, you know, you come at me and be like, I cover this and this and this and you don't cover anything. Like, I'm not someone who wants to be spoiled. I will split the fucking bill with you. Yeah, you're
0: like keeping score.
1: Yeah. Until, again, until we, then we got engaged and then we got married and I was like, you know, our money is our money. We knew that we were pooling it all together regardless. So it didn't, there was no split in between that. It obviously was just 50-50 because it was from both of us. But... When you're first dating, though, you have to have a conversation about that and see what you're both comfortable with.
0: And you're also like setting that the tone right there in the beginning. If it's not, it's like one person's pulling all the weight, like look where you're setting that bar or whatever, like in the beginning of your relationship.
1: Well, also, though, if you if your partner is making more money than you and you're doing things that you feel like you can't split 50 50 because you can't afford it. Again, have a conversation about that and be like, "Hey, yo, listen, I can't do these things because I can't match you on it. Like it's a lot for me to have to pull in 50% of the finances here that I can't really afford."
0: Or you could also pull your weight in a different way, too. It doesn't have to be financially, you know, like if you're if you're if you're going out, say you're going to like an inn or something for the weekend, like maybe you're the one like getting the ubers or like maybe paying for like the the dinner that night or something like there's right. different things you could do where it's like it's not just money you know like it just shows that you are trying to pull your weight okay we'll like that's get, just getting important. the
1: uber and the dinners is finance is money but you well, i mean, you mean like, like if you are planning those i'm things? saying
0: like if you can't front like split like the hotel for right. the weekend like you could do it in other ways in smaller amounts mm-hmm. to where it's like it shows that you care and you're yeah. trying to yeah, I don't know. Overall, just,
1: just being on the same page though with your partner and making sure that you are both comfortable with what you are contributing to the relationship. But yeah, if you feel like there's an imbalance, you have to have a conversation. You have to, or else you will become a passive aggressive bitch. <laughs> So I pulled on our Instagram. I asked you guys, what is one thing that you wish your partner would help with in regards to responsibilities? So I'm going to give you guys some of the answers that you gave. Uh, let's laundry. See. Let's see what they are. Most of your responses were cleaning, whether that was the dishes, the laundry, the house, to the clean, table. cleaning, cooking. <laughs> <laughs> but then we would all die. Let's see. Some of these are hilarious. So, laundry, especially since ninety percent of the clothes are his, that's like one thing too. If you guys work out, like there were times when we're like, for, uh,
0: we have like two loads of laundry a day. But well, when I yeah,
1: when you were working in healthcare, all of the laundry was yours, and I was like, I'm not. But you did the laundry. Thankfully, I was like, I'm not doing this laundry. You had so much laundry. What do you,
0: it's like one pair of scrubs a day and then our workout clothes. Okay, but
1: I was only doing one outfit a day and you were doing two to three.
0: Two, not three. Oh my God.
1: No, because sometimes you would shower like several times a day.
0: Yeah, I was cleaning the C diff off my body.
1: People said vacuuming, cleaning the house, cleaning the kitchen, growing a baby. (laughs) He can't help with that, but he could help with the things after. Actually, he helped in, in the beginning part of today's modern
0: science and technology, um, I may be able to do that.
1: Cleaning the bathroom, the mental load, which I see as well, like when it comes to planning dinners, having your partner help you. And I also would suggest then maybe either have a night that you guys are like, okay, this is one night a week that we are going to order in or eat out. That way you don't have to think about it. Or then ask your partner and be like, hey, it would be nice if you could help me come up with ideas for dinner. You're also consuming what I'm cooking. And it's, it's hard to come up with ideas for dinner every night.
0: Yeah. I guess I can make a conscious effort of like finding new recipes besides oh baking chicken. There's stir nothing fry. that annoys
1: me more when you open the fridge and you're like, there's nothing to eat. And I'm like, there is, it just has to be cooked.
0: You have to be creative. <laughs> yeah, again, exactly. I'm not creative. I'm like <laughs> rice.
1: Yes. Eggs. So Men, women, I think it's these were all mostly women who said, um, help around the house. <laughs> yeah, general, just general upkeep of the house. Like if guys, if you see that something has to get done, just help out. And again, maybe there's girls who don't help out around the house, but I feel like the majority is guys. Do you think it's because, not you, I'm not looking at you, I'm John, you help.
0: This is very biased just because 90% of the people listening to our podcast are women. I need to get some guys on here to throw some shade at these women.
1: Did you see the statistics to see if it is... No, no, but
0: but by everyone writing it, it's all women.
1: It is, yeah, but uh, most women. So maybe away. I
0: want you, Alex. Maybe when we have a flat tire, you take the fucking car to the mechanic and you get a new tire. You fix the car. Mm.
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, what a double standard. <laughs>
1: No, you mow the lawn I'm happy to do that and I would I've changed tires before but I just like you you like to do those things because No,
0: I don't oh. I don't like doing I don't like doing anything Okay but I, but do, I do every
1: it. other thing when it comes to the manly role around the house like, like what? I changed that
0: You changed the lights no, wow
1: No like <laughs> the shower head we need a new shower head changed that I I like hang every single thing put all the shit together I cannot
0: hang a... a Was it a painting or a picture? I cannot fucking hang anything straight. You did not, bu- I built the I, I built the Ikea table, which I broke downstairs, <laughs> even, the TV was even on. Even the stopper
1: with the door that broke off, you were I like- I fixed it. You were like, we need a new door and I showed you how. I was like, you take this out, you replace it. I literally showed, you were like, it's that easy?
0: So with everything Alex just said, I'll tell you what she did, she pulled the hinge out. I took it to Lowe's, got know, a new hinge and put it back in. You didn't, Don't act like you, you, you did know. everything. I
1: told you how to do it though. You were like, we need a whole new door. Okay. I was like, no. next question. <laughs> next <laughs> um, email,
0: see, also, pick and choose your battles and for and what i mean by that is just let uh i'll just let alex win all the time.
1: So to wrap up John, what do you what do you want to say overall overall about a relationship being 50/50?
0: Make a conscious effort. Yep. That's it. Make a conscious effort to make your significant other's life easier.
1: And just check in with each other. See see what they need. Need a little back rub? Need a little front rub?
0: anticipate <laughs> what needs to be done anticipate what you need to do to help each other
1: so this is our first week of our listener emails and our segment give it to me straight are you ready Ooh, so where we have let's give it to them our listener questions um, if you guys want to write in you can email us at give it to me straight Podcast at gmail.com and you could find that in our show notes which is below the episode um yeah so just send us emails of any questions that you have and at every episode we will answer them so question number one. And, and they'll also stay anonymous. So don't worry. We won't like just blast you guys out here. So how soon is too soon for dating after a breakup from a long-term relationship?
0: Subjective.
1: Yeah, I agree. Because I think you can... You
0: know yourself.
1: Well, You'll like, know when you're ready. Also, your relationship, you could be mentally over it way before you actually end it. So if you break up with someone, but six months ago, you that's when you started feeling like the relationship should be over. You might be ready... More soon than someone else. More soon. I don't know. Is that not a word? You might be ready quicker. Sooner. Sooner. I'm not sure. More
0: soon. <laughs> you'll, be you, sooner you'll be ready sooner than others. Yeah.
1: Sooner than someone else because you were checked out earlier in the relationship. So I think it is subjective. But I think just when you feel over it. Don't rush into it if you're not emotionally over the other person yet.
0: You know yourself better than anyone else, you yeah, know. When I agree. you when you're ready, you'll know you're ready. Question 2. Having zero luck with Tinder and Hinge, any advice on messaging a girl on social media or avoid that altogether?
1: I wouldn't avoid it altogether because we met that way, but I think at least like from the girl perspective, what was interesting to me or like the things that stood out to me is witty were witty comments or like funny things so if yeah, you could, give them
0: some lines Elle. if you could
1: say anything to make a girl laugh but you this is what i kind of spoke about on our first episode was
0: send him a dick pic right no off the absolutely
1: bat. not no john why would you even <laughs> this is like this is again part of the bad advice that like please do not use this
0: obviously don't send him a dick pic
1: you never send me a dick pic and i want no, one no nope. please we're married please <laughs> Um, But I think by... We were talking about this in episode one. Using something either in their picture or in their bio to talk about. Just going off of something that would be relevant to them, I think. You know?
0: A general normal statement to them. Well,
1: no. Because I I think, hey, it gets lost in the masses. I think, hey, you're beautiful. Gross. Like, I don't think by giving a compliment. I think by saying something witty. Like, that... What, why are you like cringing? Just because
0: it's like, that's such a try-hard move. Like some witty comment to him. Just be like, why can't we just be normal? Obviously, we're both on there for a reason. Why can't it be like, hey, what's going on? Cross your profile. I I mean, I obviously, you can't say anything about personality because you don't know that person. If you could be like, you seem interesting, what's up?
1: I think it's funny when people... Do things like two truths and a lie, or oh, I. That is the dumbest shit. I, I love that shit though. Like you were again, like I said, you were the worst via messaging. You were so boring. So you were not on the top of my do list. Do you someone...
0: because I scraped my knee when I fell for you?
1: Okay, maybe not that. But like I said, going off of something that's in their profile or something that you feel like you could connect with. It's all about connection. People love connecting. So. Try to find something in their profile that you have in common or that you can talk about.
0: But definitely uh, don't give up. Yeah, no. Keep pounding away on those apps. Even
1: if all you Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. Shoot Shoot for the moon.
0: You miss all the shots you don't shoot.
1: (sighs) Yeah, that's it. I think that's what it is. Yeah. So don't give up um, even if you just want to say, hey, that works too. Okay, listener email number three. I am 31 and my boyfriend is 35. We are going to move in together within the next three or four months. We've been dating for seven months. I know it's very early, but we hit it off quickly and we talked about a long-term future. That's not super early. We moved in with each other within that time frame. So get it, girl. We're both excited to live together. What advice do you guys have for couples moving in together? I think that this question applies perfectly to our episode today. I think having those conversations that we talked about in regards to splitting your bills, splitting the chores and the responsibilities. And again, literally what we talked about this entire episode was just making sure that you communicate the roles that you have and what your expectations are. I mean, moving in with someone is a huge step in your relationship. So congrats, like that's fun. I remember- I don't
0: think it's going to be a huge change though. I guess everyone's different, but- because this day and age like you and I were we spent like every night together pretty right. much so it's like we kind of knew what we were getting our into our personalities what we were getting into the type of people that we are and that kind of just transitioned into when we lived together we still just pulled our weight and you know I didn't really notice a huge difference
1: that's true because you kind of set those standards while you're dating mm-hmm. i think it changes though when you do split bills um you know, like that's when you do have that conversation about is this, can we both afford this? Who's getting what? But at the end of the day, here we go. What is it about John? Communication. communication. <laughs> we should make a song. Communication. No, you're, you have to, I'll be the alto then. You'll okay. be the soprano. Communication. <laughs> wow. That's beautiful. Uh, so yes, communication is number one. And for the final question of the week.
0: This is number four. How do you remain confident in the dating world when you're constantly being rejected?
1: Oh, that's a, that's a, a good question. I think no,
0: I wouldn't take it too seriously. No,
1: but knowing that you are not going to be everyone's cup of tea in, in anything in life, you know, like in relationships in your career, for us on TikTok, in even this podcast. Like, some people might listen to it and be like, trash, but.
0: <laughs> but I mean, also, like, you're not face to face at that point. So, like, I wouldn't, don't kill yourself over it. You know, it, it's through the app. Right. So, it's not like, you're face-to-face with that person and they're like, a eh, bad bitch. Right. You know, like that's going to be more of a gut shot than like being denied on Tinder. Thinking or- about
1: how many people you probably deny as well. Also, just from like their first episode, guys are swiping on every single person and then I'm sure they're going back and they're, unmatching. Like you said, John, that you did. Well,
0: yeah, because I swiped to like 200 people and I maybe got like four matches. So, So,
1: Oh my gosh. But again, I think that not taking it super personal because it is through an app. You don't know anyone, anything. They don't know you, anything. And just knowing that you aren't necessarily going to be everyone's cup of tea, but that's okay because you will be someone's. And then whoever does embrace you and love you for who you are, you know that they do love you for who you are. I would rather wean out the people who don't like me from the beginning and just you know that way i'm only surrounded yeah, by. if people.
0: anything you're just like it's it's helping you not waste your time
1: yeah it's one step closer to the yes or it's one step closer to someone who because does if appreciate you, you and
0: if you did match with somebody that you like really wanted to be with and they didn't like see the same interest like why even why even go for that
1: yeah oh, i, I guess
0: that goes to <laughs> you want what you can't have
1: yeah but I just wouldn't waste your time or I wouldn't waste your negative energy getting down on yourself and feeling like it's a rejection. They're doing you a favor because you only want people to be in your life who are interested in you. You want to love
0: and be loved.
1: Yeah. So I, I, but, but regardless, I think it is still a shot to your ego sometimes when you do feel rejected. But at the end of the day, just try to be positive. There's a big, what is it? There's a lot of fish in the ocean,
0: big fish, big ocean. (laughs) We're
1: really bad at those sayings. There's a lot of fish in the sea. That's what it is. There's a lot of fish in the sea, (laughs) big big
0: fish, big ocean,
1: (laughs) big fish. John's afraid of the ocean.
0: Oh my God. That movie, open water, that movie, open water, scared the dog piss out of me. What about
1: the shallows with Blake Lively?
0: Nah, that wasn't realistic. Open water was realistic. And I don't think it was I've based on a true story. They we should found watch it. their camera in the shark's stomach.
1: That was based on a true story. Yeah. I don't think I've seen it. Thank you guys so much for listening to our episode number four. This was fun. Quattro.
0: Episode quattro. So if you guys uh like listening to our podcast, feel free to give us a five star rating. Give five us a little stars, nice please. comment.
1: Yeah. Uh if you don't have anything
0: Nice to say. A make but. sure you still post. If
1: you it. don't have anything uh, but a five star rating, you don't have to. Leave no, a no, rating. do
0: it, and then we can have like a uh, like a text battle on no, our iTunes account.
1: I don't want you to get into a uh, online fight with someone. <laughs> you just will be commenting back.
0: We're just gonna have cyber wars.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> I hate I hate that when people have um people have fights in the comment sections on like Instagram and TikTok about certain things. But yes, we would truly appreciate if you guys could rate and review our podcast. If you do like it, if you don't just like go home and you don't have to listen to us anymore.
0: If you, if you have a question and you want us to answer it on our next podcast, you can email us at give it to me straight podcast at gmail.com. And
1: you can follow us at give it to me straight podcast on Instagram. Uh, and you could find the links to our Instagrams personally in the show notes below. So is that it? Let's sign off. All right. Bye. See you guys next week. Take it easy. Bye. Bye.